0: He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and
1: Jenna's messy podcast.
0: Cheers! Cheers.
1: <laughs> now
0: it's. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hey. Oh, I had something to. Oh! I, I haven't even told you this. So I had a little, like I've told people, I have this like fitness nutrition trainer and there's other people that are part of this group as well. So we had like a little zoom meeting, the four of us, the trainer and then two other women. And this one woman's like, cause he's like, okay, any issues? And this one woman's like, well, I got a problem where I like to eat at night. Like, you oh. know? and I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, but like, sometimes I wake up in my sleep and eat. Oh my gosh. I know. And I was like, I, I freaked out. I was like, "Oh my god, I do too!" <laughs> she's like, oh. I'm like, "Like," she's like, "Sometimes I remember eating the stuff. Sometimes I don't." I'm like, "You're a sleep eater."
1: That's so funny. I thought you were going to say this woman stood up and then she said, "And my name is Jenna, and I have a
0: confession." <laughs> no, no, and uh, yeah, but it was like exactly the same. And, wow. You know, and she was like, "I just don't want to do that anymore." And I was like, "Honestly, I think it's just you have to like not go to bed on an empty stomach." Yes. You know, that's I think the main
1: thing. Just don't go to bed on an empty stomach. I think it has to do with the same thing where we all snack in the evening, right? Everyone says, whether you're a weed smoker or not, everyone likes to snack at nighttime.
0: Yeah, but I don't. Like when I'm awake, I don't.
1: Um, See, but then you do it in your sleep. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Um, My trainer also made a good point. He said it could also be because you're eating too early before bed.
1: So you should, so like, dinner too early. Yeah. Or and you know how I eat dinner at, like,
0: 5 p.m. Yeah, well. <laughs> like clockwork, literally. No. there's, yeah. Except for on Monday nights when you come over.
1: Well, maybe you should. Well, then our dinner's just liquid, usually, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always make sure we eat something. You do.
1: That's not true. Since uh, quarantine ended, I guess, Jenna's been, like, Cook extraordinaire. And if you follow us on Instagram, you see the disgusting close ups we take every Monday because they just don't look nice. Jesse
0: makes me look like a horrible, no, horrible chef. I
1: promise you. But anyway, this nighttime eating thing—I think it has to do with like the hunter-gatherer in us. So, like, you'd hunt all day. Listen, this is what dogs—you hunt all day and then you eat your kill at night. And I think there's something to do with that. Are,
0: are you are you saying that like?
1: I have no you know, scientific evidence.
0: Perusing the aisles at Walmart is your hunting yes, in the day. That's and right. You're just gathering. You're hunting. You're hunting. You're gathering. You're gathering, and then at home you go and binge. Bend-
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'll tell you, I can go all day without eating. You'd think I was Kate Moss but but nighttime comes and forget it.
0: Why? What do you do at night that could be maybe making you hungry? <laughs>
1: a little smoking a bang. <laughs> Wine too makes you get the munchies, I find.
0: Well, that's when I when I sleep eat. It's usually if I go to bed super stoned and I go to bed hungry or if I go to bed hungry and drunk.
1: Or hungry drunk and stoned, right. then it's just forget well, it. Well, let's
0: be honest, it's usually both combined. <laughs> Well, if there's wine involved, you know. Anyways, I make myself sound sound, sound like such a lush. But I just felt (laughs) such a connection with this stranger being like, I'm a sleep eater too. I understand the struggle. That's
1: so crazy. I'd never heard of that before I met you. Right? Never.
0: If there's other sleep eaters out there, please let us know because this might be a thing that we can all help each other with.
1: Yeah. Or if you're like a doctor that knows why (laughs) (laughs) this is a thing we'd love to talk to you
0: right another trick too i learned today is that sometimes when you're snacky at night Mm -hmm. it's not because you're hungry it's actually because you're thirsty
1: oh yeah I've you're dehydrated but
0: But when i was prepping for that oh no that was sorry jesse's got this old ghetto computer we're using (laughs) today for some (laughs) odd reason and i don't know why (laughs) um but when i was prepping for that colonoscopy i had to get yeah And to beat the hunger that you feel when you can't eat 24 hours prior, I would just drink water and it worked. It did work. It did work because it's apparently the same trigger in your brain that goes off when you're hungry than when you're thirsty.
1: That reminds me of season two of Survivor Australian Outback, the hot guy Colby. He was a cowboy and he used to say to trick himself into not being hungry, he would chug water, but it was to fill his stomach. But I wonder if what you just said makes more sense. Right. It wasn't about your stomach having something in it. it It's that... You're satisfied?
0: Yeah, sure. I don't know. It's an oral fixation Ooh, thing. Ooh,
1: oral. Oh, geez. Okay. I love oral. <laughs> I, <you> know what? <laughs> hey, boys, where I'm back. Where did that come from? <laughs> because I don't think it gets enough credit on these, ad- on the, at least with gays, it's all right to top or bottom, and I'm like, there's so much more things you can do.
0: I don't know where this came from. You said oral oh, fixation. I know, but like I, we weren't going down this road. We are going to do a, a weird news headline, and I was about to go right into it. But then Jesse just has to sidetrack. Well, I just just love oral. I do. I I love it. Are you talking about receiving or giving or both?
1: Both, but I like giving a lot. I do. I'm a sicko. What? I hope my mom's not listening again. Do you
0: have different intentions with this podcast to well- try to create an entertaining <laughs> podcast? Is your whole intention to make this your giant dating profile?
1: Oh my God! I can't believe I forgot to tell you about this. Kind of yes, because I had this idea for a great reality show, The Bachelor, but for gay guys, but there's a twist the guys that are like the contestants all have to live in a house separated into like tops and bottoms. And right as I just said, anal's not everything. But anyway, the house is separated into tops and bottoms and you have to do challenges to like get to meet each other.
0: See, the problem is, is I think that a house full of gay men that are there to hook up, period. Yeah. Are just going to hook up with each other. Like they're going to say, fuck the game. I don't even care.
1: Like, let's just make out. But great TV. So they all
0: have to be separated individually in their own little hut.
1: Perfect for COVID. <laughs> I think I'm on to something. Nobody steal this idea. I have to think it through more, but I think there might be something. Contact cr- out TV. And that's why you separate the tops and the bottoms, so they, the, yeah, sure, they make out. But new. isn't that
0: like perpetuating stereotypes yeah, and it like is. kind of what the gay commu- gay male community is trying to get away from, You're like right. being typecasted? You know.
1: Yeah, and like everybody always assumes I'm a bottom, but I can do both. Thank you. Right. There's more for my dating profile.
0: (laughs) So you're going to be cutting the tape from this recording session so you can make yourself just one giant dating, one giant dating
1: reel. Likes. Dislikes. (laughs) I love oral. (laughs) Okay. Sorry.
0: Okay. Are we ready to begin? Yes. You act like you're going to play.
1: Oh yeah. Sorry. Don't say oral fixation again and I'll be okay.
0: Apparently I can't say the word oral (laughs) at all. Um, All right. So, okay. I would consider that we are brutally honest towards each other.
1: Apparently. And with our listeners. (laughs)
0: Right. Um, But you know how a lot of people will say that about a friendship. They'll be like, oh my gosh, I love our friendship. We're just like totally brutally honest. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, if there was a book in your nose, I still wouldn't tell you.
1: Well, we would. Right, but no, because yeah. I consider
0: us tr- the definition of brutally honest. Yeah. However, there are some people that say their friendship—they're brutally honest, but you know they're not.
1: Can I put stop you there and ask you a question then about our friendship? Because Uh-oh. you know, no, 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 no. We're <laughs> not that deep. But you know how like. Part of our shtick is like we tease each other yeah. like, publicly. So does that make it easier to tell somebody something negative about themselves if I had a booger or something ugly on my face? Because mm. you tease me all the time anyway. But if you had a friendship where you're really respectful and polite to each other, <laughs> maybe I would don't think harder. I have
0: very many friendships like that.
1: Because that's not a real friendship, is no. it? No. Yeah.
0: No. That is a just like a friend, you know, like... Like a work. I have definitely told my friends on numerous occasions, like, hey, like you need to get your shit together. What you're doing right now isn't good for you. It's not healthy. And in turn, they have said the same fucking shit to me. Yeah. You know, like if you were to start getting fat, I would tell you, hey, like you are is everything okay? You're gaining a lot of weight.
1: Mm -hmm. You didn't say that to me, (laughs) but hey,
0: (laughs) you know, we spent some time apart there for a little bit.
1: I guess that's what it was. Um
0: but the reason I ask you this is because you know the the book Eat Pray Love. Mm -hmm. It was a movie too. Well, the author of that said that you cannot be brutally honest with someone unless uh, they answer all four of these questions, yes. Oh, there's a checklist. It's a test. Okay. So we're kicking things off with a test. Um. Woo-hoo! All right. So here's question number one: Do I trust the person's taste and judgment? well your taste are we talking clothes hair because there's been times where I would not t- trust you with my wardrobe
1: me but you would judge my taste and people yeah So it depends what you're talking about
0: um and you know sometimes I think your judgment might be a little spotty well, in certain areas
1: that. like it depends on wine or yeah. we disagree on hot guys too right because I like them a little trashy
0: do you tr- <laughs> trust my taste and judgment Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yes, is I feel like that's just not a yes or no question, but you have to answer. It
1: depends on the topic. Totally.
0: Do they understand what I'm trying to do? Because if they don't get it, their opinion probably doesn't really matter. So is that like get what you're trying to do with your life,
1: or whatever the situation is? Right. So let me ask you this: You may have some friendships that you say you're brutally honest with each other, but only one of you can take it. So we know some people like this, I'm not naming names, where they can dish it, but if you give it back to them, they get very defensive. Right. And so that's... But I think
0: about being that close to someone that you can be brutally honest is that you know how to deal with that person. You know how to feed them that criticism or that advice without
1: Setting them putting them or, at, yeah. yeah, in
0: defense mode. Okay. You know, like the way I would approach you would have been a lot different than I would have approached the other people that we had worked with. hmm Right?
1: hmm okay
0: <laughs> do they genuinely want me to succeed hell yeah I want you to be rich because then in turn I get to benefit from that
1: yeah There's call a- it
0: selfish but it's true have really rich friends with lots of cottages and you never have to buy one of your own
1: it's so true and that's what, <laughs> it's, it's, it, absolutely the cottage thing but it also took me many years to not be like jealous of other guys I'd see that get acting jobs and stuff right uh, but then you realize what is that Chelsea Handler quote blowing out someone else's candle doesn't make yours any brighter
0: right I also think when it comes to, like, acting, that's extremely competitive as well, so it's really hard. It's different. But when you see, you know, a friend, like, you know, me, I'm at an age where I'd love to be married and have a house and a kid already, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not. Some women are spiteful towards their friends that are doing that. And to me, I love it because I'm like, you are creating your family. We're best friends. I'll always be a part of your family. So now it's like, I get a new little family.
1: And if it's not your friend, then it's going to be some stranger you don't know having the family. So why not be your, your friend? Right. You know, this just reminded me of a conversation I had with my mom. um, When we were all little kids, you know, there's four kids in my family. My, one of my aunts, uh, very tragically had so many miscarriages after miscarriage, she couldn't get pregnant. So, when my mom had my younger sister Justine, this aunt wouldn't even talk to her, mm. wouldn't look at Justine. We go over for Christmas. She wouldn't look at Justine, wouldn't talk to my mom. And it really hurt my mom. But she, my mom, you know, she's such a sweeter. She's like, I understood. And so I didn't hold it against her. Right. Eventually, she came around and apologized and said, Look, it was just really it's hard me for me. It's a me thing, not a you thing. But, But exactly, right? Yeah. Some people just can't deal right. with it.
0: Well, jealousy is really wicked, right? Mm-hmm. And I find that, like, when it is something like a sibling or you know, it is easy to become jealous of what they have. Yeah. But for me with friendships, it's like, no girl, I want you to fucking thrive. Yeah. You know, you're right. There's no competition between me me and my friends. We all have selected very different life paths. Mm -hmm. It's all about like lifting each other up now. Maybe that's why our relationships have lasted for 20 plus years.
1: Most of my friends. Yeah. Not boyfriends. (laughs) That's a different episode. (laughs) Oh, speaking of our episodes, Oh, sorry, I'm interrupting you. Okay, list. that's okay. Well, I was gonna say Kirstie Alley's in the news. Did you see? Yeah, that? yeah. Our old pal, because she's defending Trump, and she now all loves these, him. but all these celebrities are like ganging up on her. I'm like, oh, good thing we interviewed her at the beginning of quarantine. We should push
0: out that interview again. Maybe or it'll get picked up. Should we people. have her
1: back on to talk about why? She I, don't likes Trump. I, that <laughs> I don't know if I want to
0: handle that one. I don't know if I've got a head to head politics with a Scientologist
1: or, or against the <laughs> Trump support is true. See, this is why you're the yeah. brains, Jenna. Right.
0: Here's the last one. So, so far, like three yeses for our friendship. So do a quick
1: recap because I already forgot. So number
0: one is do I trust the person's taste and judgment? Number two, do they understand what I'm trying to do? Number three, do they genuinely want me to succeed? And the last one they have to answer yes to before you can be brutally honest with them is are they capable of delivering the truth in a sensitive and compassionate
1: way? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. No, I'm not thinking of you. I'm thinking. Well, of I'm like, trying to think.
0: Have I ever had to be given give you a hard truth? Well, yes, sometimes. So much easier when you do it over wine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, I would say, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of my big breakup a couple years ago, and you were pretty brutally honest with me, but you did it in a gentle way. I was, and I wasn't judgy-wudgy. No, and you still are, right. honestly, but why is talking to him? <laughs> <laughs> she says
0: the last one is the most important. So if you want to be brutally honest with someone, just make sure you ask yourself first, are they capable of delivering the truth in a sensitive and compassionate way? Ask yourself that question, too. Because I'm not... Right. People think they're being gentle and stuff,
1: but they're just assholes. But there's also times when gentle doesn't work and people need a cold hard, like if you get fat, right? Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that unless it affects your health. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or someone's mood. Right. Well, you that, know, yeah. If it affects gentle their life
0: health. in any way. All right, onto sex. Woo! so remember i was it last week that we did an episode where you told me a story about this guy you know who was having sex with another guy and
1: he said so will you out. marry me
0: yeah yes. so i saw a reddit thread and this is just quick here this is weirdest things said during sex and that's what it reminded oh. me of so i was like we got to touch on this okay uh so one guy says the first time with this girl not even dating yet she finishes and screams out put a baby in me
1: after she finishes? Well at the same time, hopefully. No, she yeah, no,
0: <laughs> she finishes. Well, while she's I think, yeah, I would think so. Because
1: oh, I that's the what's happening when you're finishing. I guess. Oh my I, god. Yeah, right. How devastating. How devastating for the guy. He's mid-climax and he hears that talk about pullout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, as she was powering down, she let out an uttering yabba dabba doo. <laughs>
1: Okay, what is powering down? I
0: think that meant like she was like done orgasming and was just kind of like, (sighs) yeah, but that would do.
1: Okay. All right. Like in like ecstasy.
0: Maybe she's got a thing for
1: uh, Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. Either that is powering down or like she was, you know, riding it on top and she was really getting into a deep squat or something. No,
0: I really do think deep squat. Well, power oh, down. I you know? really, no, I really do think it was like after. Yeah, it's so after. Yeah, like down. when you lie back into the sheets all like, ugh, oh, out of breath and sweaty. Get me a towel. God, it's been a long time since I had sex. <laughs> Anyways, right after we were done, he got on all fours and howled like a wolf.
1: Woo! Uh, I wouldn't mind that. Really? I like that. What, would you get on top of him and ride him? Like if he was wearing no, a saddle? You know why I say I like it? Because it makes it feel like masculine? you did a good job. And masculine, but like <laughs> that you did a good job. Like he's howling like a dog?
0: Would you feel the same way if he turned around and he was like, here's a treat for you. Good job, boy. Good boy. Hmm. Maybe,
1: maybe. Maybe I am a puppy. Maybe you
0: are a puppy. You <laughs> like masks. You like all that kind of stuff. Wow. Okay. Um, Someone said during sex, would she paint? should we paint the kitchen blue or white? Guaranteed they've been married for a very <laughs> long time.
1: I love that. That reminds me of the scene in Night at a Roxbury with Molly Shannon when she's riding uh, Will Ferrell, I think it is, or Chris Kattan, probably Will Ferrell. And she's like, oh, we're going to go to Ikea. Yes, yeah. And I'm going to get some <laughs> new cupboards.
0: And the last one here is, uh, this person says, my fiance is from England. One trying... <laughs> my fiance is from england and one time during the act he said the british are coming (laughs) please send in your funny things said during sex to jesse and jenna's messypodcast at gmail.com you can you can dm us please we would love to come to like every episode with like three or four of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, is that it from the
0: list? Oh. I'm feeling bad that like I haven't made a guy say something weird.
1: Oh my God. It
0: the makes the British me... are coming.
1: You can just hear these accents. Right? Yeah. But, uh,
0: yeah. The British are coming. Pinky's <laughs> uh. <laughs> up, bitch. Now, like, you know, like that does. Like I've never had a guy yellow anything weird during sex, have you?
1: Oh, God. Uh, well, it's not weird, but I didn't like it. This was pre-quarantine. One of my very few hookups I've had. Um, in the middle of it, he yelled out, yes, daddy. Mm. And I'm not a daddy. But... I don't
0: like people calling anyone daddy and in mommy, sexual
1: like... relations. But I just felt it made me feel old. And y'all know yeah. how I feel about that. Yes, daddy. And he was like this little shrimp. I only never saw him again, but... <laughs>
0: Definitely won't after that, either. No. He was this little shrimp of
1: a guy. I'm looking for a daddy, preferably yeah. sugar. <laughs> so
0: I have not made a guy say, daddy, or like... I mean, I've been complimented many times, but I haven't made him say something so off the cuff because it was so incredible that he forgot what he was doing, you know?
1: Well, what what's like an average compliment? That Jenna Well, I don't get. wanna like actually oh, throw on. them
0: out there because it says oh, a lot a about usual. my body and oh. like different parts of it. So, anyways, we'll just move on from that. But the reason I I, I was like, oh my gosh, when I read that, I was like, fuck, oh, do I suck in the sack? Like
1: and then I saw I and
0: then I saw this study.
1: <laughs> and it's not so weird because the British are okay. So the next time either of us are having sex, if we ever do again, it's gonna be the British are coming. That's what we're going to hear. You know that. The
0: British are <laughs>
1: coming! That's the name of this episode,
0: too. Um, so I was kind of reassured that maybe I am still good in bed because women who smoke pot frequently have better sex. Oh. oh! really? It's a study. And not just, like, occasional talking, like, to have sex, but, like, smoking it, like, six times a day or I, week.
1: I'm really interested to hear why because I find for me, and I'm not a woman despite my best efforts, it lowers my libido. Like, I'm not into it when I smoke. So I I don't know. what Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. So this
0: was a study in the journal called Sexual Medicine. Uh, And I don't know, it didn't say anything about the men and the effects of men with marijuana. Mm. This was just about women. And it said that women who frequently use pot had higher arousal Better orgasms and more sexual satisfaction overall. Wow. So, you know how there's CBD and THC in weed? CBD is the head stuff that Mm -hmm. doesn't really make you stoned, whereas THC is the psychoactive shit that makes you stoned. Well, CBD, as you've heard, because it's been, uh, you've been able to get like CBD oils and all that kind of shit. So, it reduces your inhibitions, it does make you relax, and it can help address issues of anxiety and pain. So, One thing you might not know about women, but there is a large percentage of women that do have pain when they have sex. Mm -hmm. Like it's not as comfortable as you think it is. Yeah. So for women like that, that, it would be great. The THC also helps us to feel more pleasure because we're high. Interesting.
1: Well.
0: So like the women, (laughs) COVID.
1: Or she just smoked a joint. (laughs) All of the above. Hey boys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So a lot of women described feeling more sensations, feeling more psychological pleasure, which of course is going to increase our satisfaction, make us have orgasms more easily or more powerful orgasms. And it boosts our desires because because we're like, when we have sex, it feels really good when we're stoned. Wow. So our desire to have it again is stronger. Whereas if you have boring, like, you know, uh, like starfish sex, you're not really like, hey, <laughs> let's go ahead and do it again. You know, it's kind of like, eh. Uh,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Wow, that's really interesting. The majority of the women in the study were between the ages of 30 and 49, and they smoked weed more than six times a week. And that was usually through flour. So not taking pills, not taking at all, smoking it. Um,
1: Have you ever noticed a difference in your own? It's been a
0: long time since I've had sex, so I couldn't really... Go back
1: what in about, my mind? Come on, even sex with yourself? i there ever been a time where you I'm smoked? I'm always and- stoned. Exactly. So she's always horny. I don't know. These do. <laughs> I find this really interesting because, here we're going to get so graphic, I find, okay. <sighs> have you ever had to maybe kind of go number two and then that's not my world and then what you don't poo <laughs> <laughs> no I don't I'm a woman We take special <laughs> pills it, it, it's just glitter uh well so if ever I have to kind of go but like you think oh I can wait I don't know that I mean this sounded really gross <laughs>
0: Does it pretend like that never happened? No,
1: but like, my point is, if I've ever had to kind of go number two and then I smoke a joint, it makes it go away. And I've wondered if it's, and I've Googled this, and it's the same thing as pasties, is it actually dries out your mucous membranes and your mouth. So it mouth, dries out and, your butthole. And so does it dry out your vagina? Good question. So that's I've why I have never
0: ha- had problems in that department. So, all right. And well, I'm a chronic cannabis user and whoa. have been for a long time. What would you say, a chronic masturbator? Squirter. I oh, <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, it's just a rainforest down there. <laughs> no, but like, you know, I'm, maybe if you've gotten it drunk, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You have some issue, but like really drunk.
1: Oh, like whiskey dick, but whiskey yeah, vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Anyway, well, I love that study. I think that's yeah. great. Light up, girls. You're going
0: to love this too. So remember the days of like viruses, not about your sexual life. I'm talking about... And not about COVID, didn't even realize that. I was <laughs> computer, talking, virus? computer viruses? Computer viruses, <laughs> right? Where like you couldn't look porn up without getting like a million bajils viruses on your computer. That's
1: because it was LimeWire or Napster and you had to actually download the porn. And they would right. take so long. And let me tell you, sometimes you'd be at your grandmother's house and you're like, come on. My you're mom's looking up to pick porn me.
0: at your grandma's house?
1: Yeah, because they had high speed. We saw dial-up. So I was such a perv. I would go visit grandma just to look at porn i'm not kidding i did did
0: you look at female porn male no, porn male. straight porn gay porn
1: get totally gay and these were the early days i didn't even know to clear my browser history so i'm pretty sure my grandpa probably saw everything oh, and he, gosh. he never mentioned it never mentioned. good it. for him no
0: um well there's a list here of the most dangerous celebrities to search for online because oh. apparently there's viruses are still a thing
1: well every once in a while you see that on facebook where somebody sends you a message yeah. and it says i just found this link about you you ever get that? No. Adriana X had it this week and I, I almost clicked it. She's like, don't click it. So be careful out there. There's a Facebook one going around. Okay.
0: Um, it's done by the McAfee, you know, like the one, the virus software that we had from way dial up yeah. back in the days. So sh- I'm just going to do, let's do like the five worst. Okay. Yeah. Cause the other are kind of boring.
1: Starting at number five. Is it uh,
0: Justin Timberlake? Can't stop the feeling. I just, I am not a Justin Timberlake fan. What? I know, does that make me a horrible female? There's just something so to me feminine about him. It's the voice. It's his voice. (laughs) We
1: were talking about this last episode. It just kills me. That's why you don't like David from Too Hot to Handle. Right, exactly.
0: Number four is Mariah Carey. So uh Uh Joey there, your ex might be in trouble. I'm sure he has lots of viruses on his computer, that little
1: perv. Not just his computer.
0: Right. Blake Lively is in at number three. These
1: are kind of old, or like old These school. aren't people
0: that I think people are Googling often. Are
1: these older celebrities because they're like people our age and older will be dumb enough to Google them and click on the virus? Yeah, but I
0: feel like if you're going to be a hacker or a virus implanter, if that's what they're called, <laughs> you are going to aim for like Kim Kardashian. Uh, like people that are like Drake, like people that are constantly being Googled. Yeah. Kylie Jenner, like all the Jenners. But
1: are those ones too high profile, where maybe they have reverse McAfee? Well, to maybe, like catch the maybe.
0: Number two is Sean Puffy Diddy Combs, whatever you want to call him.
1: Who can even remember his name to Google it? Puff
0: Daddy, right? Maybe that's why they're googling him so much, though. Also, too, is because they're like, which name is he going by these days? Hmm. And the number one, this is so weird. Number one is Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect, the actress.
1: Oh my god, that's the one that looks like Kristen Stewart a little bit.
0: Right, and was she was on Twilight at the beginning yeah. of her career. Yeah, it's so super weird. Um last year's number 1 was Alexis Bledel from Gilmore Girls, but that kind of made sense because Gilmore Girls got the reboot, yeah. right? Um also was um uh, 2018 was Ruby Rose, you know, the lesbian that is so
1: gorgeous. From, Prison, uh, from Orange yes. is the New
0: Black. And 2017 was Avril Lavigne.
1: <laughs> why do you gotta go and make things so complicated yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> now it doesn't say first of all i'm surprised our girl britney's not on there because free britney this year is no. huge but um they're like, she's got enough to deal with we don't right need <laughs> i'm going to the beach um but does it say what happens when you google these virus you're just
0: more prone to get viruses you're more likely to get a virus if you google these and search for these
1: uh celebrities celebrities or is it people that google them are more prone because you know they're weirdos googling justin timberlake and andrew
0: that's true i had like another one here i swear i had another little story but i think no i think we're done sorry yeah Uh, i i I don't know is it like it's got to be still safe to google porn i mean i haven't had on my computer or phone lately
1: you know we're talking about porn and justin timberlake i should show you this picture oh we can't show it on here because it's porn but it was a... Oh, phone's ringing. Go yeah, that's a
0: house phone for everyone listening right now. <laughs> Don't ask.
1: I had a porn picture of was fake of Justin Timberlake jerking off in the backseat of a car. It was so hot. I <laughs> said what, it was it just you. guy
0: with ramen noodles taped to his head? Hey,
1: probably. <laughs> I'll find it for you.
0: All right. Well, again, if you have ever said something weird or someone has ever said something weird to you during sex, please let us know. Jesse and Jenna's Messy Podcast at gmail.com. Man, that phone's annoying. The British are coming. The we British go are coming. It. The British are coming <laughs> <laughs> still hurting